0: As you all know, I use Anchor FM to record all of my podcasts. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need in one place. Anchor has all the tools that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And to top it off, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts and more it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place and best of all y'all it's completely free 3.99 download the anchor app or go to anchor fm to get started Welcome back to Black and Blooming. I'm your host, Dahlia J. Don't forget to follow my show on Spotify and Apple Podcasts to be notified when I post new episodes. And you can follow the podcast on Instagram at Black and Blooming Pod. Again, that's Black and Blooming Pod on Instagram. So, for all of you people who have been listening to my podcast for a little bit of time now, I am here today with my friend, Trinity. We have known each other since first grade, so a really long time. And um, I did mention a lot of things that we've gone through in the um, my embrace my embracing my blackness podcast. I mentioned a lot of stuff that you know we kind of went through growing up in a small town. So if you have not listened to that one, please make sure you go and do so after you listen to this episode. And I'm gonna go ahead and hand it over to Trinity so she can you know introduce herself. So go ahead, tell them about yourself.
1: Hey girl, thank you so much for you know allowing me to be on your uh show. Um, my name is Trinity. I've known Dahlia since literally like we were kids, like, and I'm so glad that you know we were able to become friends again, coaster friends, <laughs> what I should say. And yeah, I'm just really excited to get into the episode. Okay,
0: yeah. All right, y'all. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get into the juicy parts of the episode. So, um, like I said, Trini and I have known each other for quite some time, and both of us grew up in a really, really small town. Um, I'm not going to say the name of the town because I don't need y'all trying, it's really small, I don't need y'all, you know, trying to go and look up what I looked like back in the day or trying to find out any other information, but... We both grew up in a small town in Southern Illinois. Um, personally, I was raised by a single mom and I did not have a lot of money growing up. So it was very different because even though it was a small town, it was like people were still trying to flex. Like, I oh, don't know. It was just weird. I, I don't know because it's like, you would think in a smaller town, people wouldn't be so pressed about like money, but they were.
1: Sadly, yep. <laughs> Yeah, so um, I, you know, I have a similar situation as um, I grew up with a single parent single mom. And even though, like you said, it was a small town and, you know, things were cheap, it was still really hard for us just growing up, you know, um, I would find myself you know and being others like i you know i didn't have the brand new iphone when everybody got it out in middle school like you know i still had a dollar general phone with you know minutes on it so it was just like you know things like that and then even though like people in our class weren't super super rich like it was enough like i remember like always wanting a north face jacket like everybody always had north oh my face, goodness like, yes
0: I forgot all about North Face. That was like a huge thing back in like middle school and high school.
1: Girl, yes, and the Uggs. Like I never had like a you know, like a what is it? The brand? I mean the name I mean the the name brand uh Uggs before. Like it's just like little things like that. And especially like being I feel like in middle school that's when like, you know, you're you're trying to find your identity and everything and it's like especially in that age it's kind of like oh what you have is tied to what you what you are or if you're cool if people are gonna like you and things like that so it was just like you know it was just really hard to you know not have all the hip things and not have all the you know the resources that others had and yeah it just kind of made things really difficult
0: I agree. I remember, and I don't know if you did, because honestly, I don't know if we were in the same class that year, but I think it was, like, third or fourth grade, and I, my aunt bought me new, like, tennis shoes, because I needed new shoes or whatever, and she bought me, like, these $50 Nike shoes, and they were, like, black and neon yellow, and I'm gonna be quite honest, I did not even like those shoes, but I bought them because well, my aunt bought them. I had my aunt buy them for me because, like, number one, I was seeking approval from her because I wanted her to be like, oh, she's not such a girly girl, like, all that type of bull crap. But also, I was just mm-hmm. like, oh, you know, like, maybe the kids at school will, like, compliment me and stuff. And I did get a lot of compliments on those shoes, especially from, like, the dudes. But I didn't like those shoes. I really didn't. <laughs> all
1: right. So, just, like, it just goes to show, like, you know, like, especially during that age, like so he just wanted something to to stand out from somebody and to be noticed and to be seen. And it's just like, you know, coming from a very what is it called God? The privileged background. You know, that affects everything. Like I remember I wanted a webkins and I never got a webkins. Like everybody I remember that like it was so popular. Like the webkins, everybody was getting one and I couldn't get one. I think I might have gotten one probably towards the end of it even being popular but um yeah and i'm honestly glad too that i didn't grow up in the day and age we are now because the things that these kids wear they're wearing dior and all this stuff all these no, okay. things, like expensive <laughs> girl yeah and i'm like i i love me some sketchers some converse like girl when i like back in the day i thought that was expensive <laughs> so it's just like it's so crazy how things have
0: changed. But girl, yes, I forgot all about the webkins because I wanted a webkins too. I was like, you know what? Like, it looks so fun. And remember, we would, like, pass them around and, like, everybody would get to take it home for, like, a week. And then during, I think it was, like, free time or something, you got to go on com or whatever and play.
1: Girl, yes, that that was such, like, a good time. Like, I really wanted one for myself. And it's just, like, it's really crazy, too, because, you know, that was so long ago. Like, it feels like it started off, you know, being young. And then, like, I remember being in high school, and it's like, oh, like, people had iPhones. People were starting to, you know, wear name-brand things. And I thought that, you know, I needed this to be cool, or I needed this so, you know, I could feel validations from these white kids when I really... Looking back, I obviously, I didn't need to do that or change who I was or anything, but it's just like, you know, coming from a background where you have to struggle, where you, you know, there wasn't any wiggle room to have extra money to get this or brand new clothes or, like, I remember getting hand-me-downs all the time, and I was always, you know, I grew up to be very appreciative of everything I had, but it's just, you know, going just behind closed doors like it would kind of hurt like knowing oh like this person had this and I couldn't get this or you know in a sense blaming my mom I would be angry but you know she did the best that she could so yeah
0: um when was the first time that you realized that you didn't have money like other people your age like what is the youngest age slash memory you can recall yes so I guess I would look back probably
1: around sometime in middle school, um, I just remember, like, especially for, I don't know, remember when we had to sell, like, candy bars? And, like, I feel like there were so many kids that, who had, like, their parents, they were, like, they would just buy their boxes, like, basically they didn't have to, like, really try to sell any candy bars because they like their parents could just afford it. Like they bought them the box. They were able to get their goal for the week and things like that. And that was just like again, kind of me being upset like wow, like I wish I had family that would do that. Or I wish my mom would buy me, you know, boxes of candy so I can go towards this trip. So that was something that I remember too. Well, that's the first thing. And then the second thing was girl, the scholastic books. That was like, I loved looking through, like, the yeah. scholastic books that would come out, and I would circle, like, the little things that I wanted, and they yes. were always so cute, and they had little journals and books. Yes, and then it's just, like, but then it was, like, I would go home, and I'd be, like, Mom, can, you know, can I can I get this? And it was, like, you know, she couldn't afford it, and I don't know. Like, it would be, be kind of, like, a little bit heartbreaking just because, like, Kids, you know, like when they when they ordered their scholastic books, they would come to class like, "Hey, I got my book," and all this extra stuff. And I don't know, like that was probably another thing that I noticed, like, um, that just goes to show again that. I didn't really like have a lot of money but at that time I didn't equate that to not having money I thought oh my mom just didn't want to buy it for me like that's at that age I didn't really realize what we were really going through I just kind of thought like oh like she hates me or oh I got in trouble so she's not gonna give me this but so yeah like that was probably my first like two memories that really like stuck with me that you know my situation was different from other students.
0: Okay, yeah, no, I definitely remember the Scholastic Book Fair and no, definitely same. Like not the same like first memory, but I definitely remember, you know, circling everything that you wanted. And some of those things looking back on it were like $40, 50 and, and it's like, we're not yeah, talking were about expensive. $40, 50 today. We're talking about 40 $50 back in like 2006. You know, like, if you didn't have, if you weren't making a lot of money, you didn't have that money to just drop on something. Like, it had to go to bills. So, I definitely, I definitely feel you on that. I think, I don't really think I had a particular, like, memory or age that I can recall it. I think that when I started to realize that we didn't really have money like that was when other kids were getting, like, lots of things. And i wasn't able to get them or be like oh we'll wait till christmas like you know type of thing like and also just people going on vacations like you know like back when we were younger like people would be going on vacations with their families like oh we're going to disneyland this summer or mind you going to disneyland not disneyland it was disney world because disney world would be way closer than going all the way to california from illinois but it was like disney world or you know like i remember i didn't get to go to six flags until i was like I think, like, 11, maybe 13, because my mom couldn't afford to buy tickets to Six Flags. So I feel like that kind of also let me know, like, the, the, you know, Six Flags tickets at the time, they were, like, 70 $80. So it's, like, it's expensive. Like, that's expensive now to just drop it on one thing. But it's, like, even, like, back then, I think, you know, my mom couldn't afford that. So it was a really long time before I was actually able to go to Six Flags, Because my mom couldn't afford to take me like she couldn't afford to pay for the tickets, plus have to pay for, you know, all of the different snacks and foods and stuff there. So that was a huge thing. And I think the other thing that made me realize that I didn't have money like other people was like when the Nintendo DS came out. Oh, girl, that was a (laughs) I wanted it was a whole mess. Like I wanted one so bad. And it was wasn't it like was it like 50 or 100 dollars?
1: between both I remember like so like I think I finally had got one yeah like we finally got one but um yeah girl I remember they were coming out with new ones and everything but yeah I remember that was definitely like a craze back then
0: yeah cause the thing is like I my mom I feel like my mom wasn't like she didn't always like tell me straight up that we didn't have money I feel like she would frame it as like oh, well, you you don't keep your room clean or things like that. So I would always equate, like, me not being able to get things to, like, she just, like you said earlier, like, they just didn't want to buy it for you. But I feel like it was realistically, like, they also just couldn't. Because the thing was, it's like, I didn't get a Nintendo DS until, like, my mom's boyfriend bought one for me. Mm-hmm. And by the time he bought me a Nintendo DS, the Nintendo DSi had come out. Right, and then they had, didn't they
1: have, like, a 3D and, one, like, or something? Yeah
0: a 3ds yes and the thing and that's when like i kind of like stopped trying to like keep up with like the joneses i guess you could say because i was like any time that i'm finally able to afford this thing by the time i can buy it something else is gonna have come out because there were certain people that we know (laughs) who had been had nintendo ds and then as soon as i got one homegirl had the nintendo dsi i was like you know what i give up yes I give up yes I feel the same way especially too like even
1: with the iPhones like like you said like I finally probably got like the iPhone 5 probably had to be either freshman or eighth grade or something like that and they were already getting the iPhone what six or whatever was out like you know it was just like one thing after another like I remember you know trying to listen to Oh, wait, even before the iPod touch it had the little MP3 player, like the little, like, kind of stick one that you could just, you know, put your little headphones in. And I remember having those and then the, the iPod touch uh, came out, the little iPods came out and everybody had those. And I was like, dang, like, I wish I could get one. So like you said, like, it was kind of like, oh, as so you get one thing. Oh, there's, a, there's something new that's coming out and those kids already got it. So it was just like. I don't know it was just so annoying
0: yeah it's like you know what no matter what i do i'm not going to be able to keep up with y'all like this isn't it's not possible
1: yes like too like i just find it sad that i feel like especially like when you're trying to make those connections with friends like um middle school to high school it was like oh like people wanted to be with you if you had nice things like that was pretty much it like if you oh Shadow like oh when you get money, like oh if you can high school you have a car like oh let's be friends with them they got a car we can go do things or oh you know they have money or they have they're wearing this or you know we can go on about aesthetically pleasing you know mm-hmm. like just little things like that it's just like wow like it just it's really crazy how it start like it starts so young, yes. And then move on into adulthood, and then you, even like we see on social media, like oh, certain you got to look a certain way to be to get into friends' pictures or people or to be friends, or you have to do certain things and be popular or know a lot of people. And it's just like it all just stems from from high school. For like, I remember you talking on your latest episode. How, like, oh, like, if you weren't an athlete or something at school, like, pretty much nobody, like, cared. Like, I remember always getting picked, like, last. Like, girl, I always felt like the PE stuff, like, when we had to pick teams, I was, like, low-key bullying. Like, I remember all the athletes would always get picked first. I'm
0: sorry, it's not funny, but you said low-key bullying, and it's, like, it's true.
1: because it's just, like, you know how embarrassing that was to have to just, like, low-key just, like, literally just sit there and like wait like to be called and everybody else is already getting paid so it's just like little stuff like that is just so annoying that I hated that
0: <clears throat> same and like <clears throat> I wanted to ask like so knowing that you weren't in like the same tax bracket you your well I guess we kind of already talked about it but like You know, knowing that you weren't in like the same tax bracket or didn't have as much money as your peers, like how do you feel like that affected you growing up?
1: I don't know. Like I feel like my mindset just kind of changed too. like, oh, like I feel like even I was falling into that trap. Like, oh, I needed to look like this to, you know, get attention or look like this for somebody to, to care about me or you know, like to have a friend. So Mm -hmm. I feel like it did take a toll, even too on my mental health and then even coming into college, it's got worse, <laughs> you know, like, I feel like the realities change so much, because, like, when you're in high school, you know, it's, like, okay, you know, most of the time, it's, um, you know, parents are buying kids this, or, you know, this and that, and you're around the same people, but then it's, like, you're in a whole new environment, you know, with new people, and you're, especially being at PWI, you know, you're around people who have, parents who don't who are donors to the university who have who can who are sitting on millions and who has a net worth of that and it's like okay like I I'm I'm here on scholarships I'm here off you know um grants and pill grants and things like that so I feel like from my childhood it's, it has extended into college and just how I feel, feel about
0: myself I I relate to that a lot just because I definitely, looking back on it, I definitely did, like, blame my mom a lot for us not having money, Mm -hmm. even though it wasn't necessarily her fault, because at the end of the day, like, there's a lot of systems, you know, set up against us, so it's hard to try to do that, especially to be the first one to do that, Um,
1: and it's just,
0: yeah, so I definitely get it, and I feel you on for me it definitely affected my confidence in me feeling good about myself because I remember like this is embarrassing well it's not necessarily embarrassing to me but it's honestly something I've never really told anybody but and I'm not sure if I'm gonna put this in the podcast but um even though I wasn't allowed to date when I got to the point where like I knew I was getting close to you know being allowed to date and stuff I didn't even know if I wanted to date like anybody or like the people that I had crushes on, like they had money and stuff. And so I was kind of embarrassed about like my situation because I was like, you know, I don't have money to do this and do that. And, you know, my house doesn't look like this, or I don't live in a house at all. Like, like I live in an apartment, you know, and have always lived in an apartment. Like I've never lived in a house, like that type of thing. So I was embarrassed. I was like, They're probably going to judge me because their family probably has nice cars. They probably go on family vacations and like all those different types of things. And honestly, that kind of discouraged me from like dating. And it also took a blow to my self-esteem because there could have been somebody, Mm -hmm. you know, during that time. Obviously, I'm in a relationship now. But during that time, there could have been somebody who was like really nice, really a good person who had money. But I would have never even like gone on a date with them or gotten to know them because I was insecure about my financial situation. Right.
1: Yeah, no. Like it definitely like makes you, you know, kind of like skeptical and like you said even embarrassed for just to to let somebody see that vulnerable side or to know where you're at. And it's crazy too because like I remember like just growing up I felt like it was kind of like I don't know, like Oh, if you lived in an apartment, you were poor. But it's like, girl, like everybody lives in apartments these days, and it's like, I'm just like, wow, like y'all, y'all was coming for me, staying in apartments. But I, I'm, I'm in Chicago. I mean, not currently. I'm, at, am I in an apartment? But everybody lives in apartments, like, and I don't feel like that's a bad thing. Like, you have to do, you know, whatever, whatever you can't afford, that's what you can't afford. You know what I'm saying? But like you said, like especially during that time it's like oh especially some it's really hard to to find somebody who does come from a very rich background who is not going to judge you if you come from you know like a poor background and that's probably why you know you felt like oh if you did find somebody that you liked who's rich like you're probably scared of what they might think because it's very not I wouldn't say rare but you know I'm pretty sure I cannot if somebody lived in a multi 1000000000 dollar home when they come to mind they probably like what like oh y'all y'all hand wash y'all dishes like what or something you know like <laughs> so it's just like yeah it's just definitely like you said it definitely can affect like the dating scene and then even friendships too here so
0: I know another thing that I've experienced too by like like I'm not sure how it's been for you and like your college experience and like still dealing with like financial troubles and not being as financially well off as your peers. But the older that I get, the more I feel like I encounter people who want to make me their charity case. And I hate it so much. Like they're like, oh, you were raised by a single mom and you didn't have this or have that growing up. Like, oh my goodness, you're my little project. Yes. I can show you all these different things and blah, blah, blah. And it's like a lot of times they will offer to pay for things for you or they will offer to, do, offer to do things for you. And they make it seem like, oh, you know, they're just being generous or they're just trying to, like, you know, allow you to have experiences that you didn't have growing up. But then the next thing you know, there's this unspoken, like, um, expectation that you owe them something. Yes. Like you owe them your time or you owe them some sort of favor because they've done these things for you.
1: Yes, exactly. Or like, you know, um, even so, like, sorry, my mind's like going blank. But just like throwing it back in your face. Like, oh, well, I did this for you. Like, you know, and I didn't, you know, just like little things like that. So that's why it's kind of like you said, like a charity case. Like, I remember, like my ex-boyfriend kind of made me feel like that at times like especially when you know I did go through some (laughs) through through some things here where I was you know I I, my living situation things like that and like yes he was helping me but it kind of like I don't know like I don't like people who like help me and they make me feel bad for like them helping them I mean for them helping me like kinda throwing it back in Mm -hmm. my face, like, oh, you know, this wouldn't have happened if, you know, I wasn't here. Like if I didn't help you, you wouldn't, you know, like just like little things like that. It's like, that's not the type of person like, you know, that will win in my life. And it's just sad because it's kind of makes me hesitant to want to reach out to ask for help because of that, of feeling afraid that somebody's gonna throw that back in my face if we fall out. Or, you know, I remember having a friend who She was going to actually rent with me at one point and then had turned around and said that, you know, I live in a dirty room and things like that, which I totally do not. It was just, yeah, it just goes to show that, you know, people will throw back what you had, like what's, you know, what you tell them at you. And she has been here and I do live, you know, like in a house with other roommates but yeah, it was just like little things like that. Like people will really just throw things back in your face. So that's why I like I'm very hesitant about who helps me and like you know, because some people are actually really are generous and they will help you and they will, you know, won't make you feel bad about it. But some people will kind of like you said make it like like you're their charity case. Like oh, like I did this for you, and I don't want anybody to ever, you know. I get older and be like hey well i put you in this and i i did that for you like no like either you're gonna help me because you want to help me but don't help me expecting something back or to like have that you know like that ego or that thing in the back of your head that's like yeah like i did this like because some people are like that some people do just help people
0: To boost their ego. Just to feel better
1: about themselves, you Mm -hmm. know?
0: To say that they helped somebody. But it's like, for me, if you're not helping somebody out of the kindness of of your heart, and that goes for anybody, if you're not helping somebody out of the kindness of your heart, then what's the point of helping them? Because it really says a lot about you when you're doing it just to boost your ego. And I think another issue that I've had with people who view friendships and relationships with me like that once they find out my financial situation is not only do they view it as a charity case but it's like they don't appreciate what I have to offer in return it's like okay I know you did me that solid in that favor and like you know you offered me money or Mm -hmm. whatever my thing is for me, I don't take money from people and not pay them back. Like, especially if it's a significant amount. I don't care if they tell me, like, oh, you don't have to pay. B-. No, I'm going to pay you back because I don't want to risk it being thrown in my face. And my, like you said, some people are generous and they won't do that. But it's like yeah. I've had too many experiences where people do that. So it's like, if you know, if you're in an offer to help me, I'm going to pay you back. Um, right. But it's like sometimes they do favors where you can't exactly return the favor. Like, for instance, like. If somebody, like, you know, give me a ride to the airport or do things like that. Like, I don't have a car. I can't give them rides to places. I can't do that to them. Right. I could ask my boyfriend if he could, you know, if we could give them a ride or something like that. But I can't personally do that. But So then I try to be kind in other ways. Like, you know, I'll, like, if I make apple butter, I'll save them a jar. If I do this, I'll save them a jar. Or I'll invite them for, like, a girls' night or invite them to do something, you know, like, that is me showing my appreciation that I do value you as a person, not just because of favors that you can provide for me. But a lot of people don't appreciate that. They just see it as like, oh, well, you can't do anything for me. Like, well, Daniel, okay. Like, I don't know what you want me to tell you. You are more well off than I am. So it's like, if you can't appreciate non-monetary, things that i can provide in order to say like hey i appreciate you know our friendship and like whatever the case may be then like i don't understand how you're wanting me to return the favor if you're even having that expectation
1: yes yes i totally agree and um especially about like the part where you know they do something where they pay for something or something that includes money then it's like oh when you do something that may not include money or you know like you said like maybe bake a dessert or invite them over to do something or just to watch a movie that they don't see that as you know on the same level as what they did for you which is like pretty sad because like I remember always all my experience always with my ex but like uh I don't know there's just there's just one time we were just arguing and I was like he's like oh well you know well I did this you know like because I don't know I had said like he was just mean to me and he was like well I did this for you well just because you did that for me doesn't mean you weren't mean in this situation so it's like sometimes like people will be like oh well you know hey I I slapped you on your foot but at least I didn't punch you in your face like you know what I'm saying it's kind of like that like (laughs) like oh the damage isn't right like the damage isn't as bad like oh you should be grateful type thing so that's what it kind of felt like and it's just like Ooh,
0: yes oh I hate that yeah
1: like I remember I like actually customized our Valentine's Day like his Valentine's Day gift before and um you know like that's something like I'm very sentimental person whereas that wasn't as appreciated if oh if he I didn't have a card this time and he Went to drop me off somewhere or you know like just sometimes like people don't see like the little things that you do the little things air quotes (laughs) that you do um for them is your way of showing appreciation but to them it's like they don't see that they just see oh i did this huge thing for you so yeah and like (laughs) you can't
0: return a favor so exactly. my question is my next question because we have like three more but in case we like cover it in the other answers um, do you feel like your current friends have been like well not current friends let's just say you're since you've been in college do you feel like your friends have been understanding or sensitive to your financial, financial situation and how so if they have or if they haven't like maybe some examples and um, things like that Yeah, so I definitely
1: feel like I've, um, I've ran into friends who don't get where I'm from and I do, um, have friends that do get where I'm from, um, and help me in those ways, but, um, yeah, I would say probably, especially like freshman year, like there would just be times like, you know, a lot of the kids had credit cards like oh you like let's go here like they were they were buying fakes that would cost 150 and this things like that they're like oh try to pressure me to get a fake I'm like I can't I can't afford no fake (laughs) so I'm just like okay like obviously that's something that I can't get and you know I would try to you know maybe not blatantly say hey I'm poor but like you know like you know just say like hey like you know I have No, I don't really have it right now and things like that. And, you know, some would, you know, cover me here and there, you know, spot me like, oh, girl, don't worry about it. Like, oh, like, oh, let's go grab lunch. I got you. Like, you don't have to pay me back or something. Whereas others, you know, they'll be well off, but they're not going to help me. Like, I don't know, like some, like, you know, like some people are, they're really good friends, but sometimes they don't really know like how to navigate and be there in the ways that you need them to be like, obviously like I, I'm not just like, I don't like to ask for, for things for real. And like, I'm not going to like, hold it against somebody if they can't like figure it out I'm not gonna like try to have somebody figure it out but it's just like okay like if you know the situation that I am I'm in and you consider me to be like a close friend like why wouldn't you help me because like I feel like whenever I was in a position to help somebody I always did like when I did have a car I would you know I would take my friends places um I wouldn't ask them for gas money that's just that's just that's just how I was raised like you know help where you can help when you can too so yeah, so I would definitely have friends who, you know, didn't really understand how it is going uh being in a city and being in college on your own and not having that financial stability behind you and backing you up. Whereas some did. Some did understand that and some even went through the same thing and didn't have um, you know, parents or a credit card and things like that. So yeah, I just definitely now currently I can definitely say that, you know, I've I have a good, like, solid, like, people in my corner, um, you know, a few could still work on, <laughs> on it, but, um, yeah, no, I definitely made sure to cut off, cut off anybody who, like, you know, who can't really be a friend to me, because, like, sometimes it does even mean, like, giving me money, like, oh, I, say if I don't have anything to eat or something, like, oh, maybe, you don't have to give me money, maybe you can invite me over for a dinner, or hey, you know, maybe I I can't, I don't have money for my train pass, hey, I'll pick you up and go take you here, or something like that, so, you know, like, sometimes people think, oh, you have to do something that's, you have to give people money, but it's, like, it's actually just a gesture, like, you know, and it just goes to show that some people really do care and go out of their way, and then just some people don't. And yeah, that's definitely something that I can notice like in my friendships, especially like with somebody who's of higher class who came from somewhere where they don't have to worry about those things that they don't even realize that you can't do those things.
0: I feel you exactly with what you said, especially freshman year of college, like having people who were kind of ignorant about what it meant when you said I don't have money. Like, I feel like there are some people who when I'm like, oh, I don't have money like they know that that means like I may not be like dead broke but I have to prioritize a little money that I have left to pay for bills to do you know gas transportation all that type of stuff and then some people just think that you're saying like oh you don't have money like just to say it but it's like no when I say I don't have money it means I don't have money for that like and my freshman year I kind of had a similar experience but it was more so with like they knew my financial situation and all these other things and like it was kind of the charity case thing like i would tell them like oh no i can't do that like can we do something else like because for me it's like i still want to go out i still want to be involved i still want to do something so i will be like try to you know offer an alternative you know option like hey can we like do this instead because like i can't really afford to do that and i don't really want you paying for me so you know but they were insistent upon paying for me and then once we all had our falling out because they weren't treating me like okay yeah they would pay for things for me or whatever the case may be but they weren't treating me like uh, um they weren't treating me right like emotionally and mentally like and they thought just because oh we pay for things for you like oh that you should just accept whatever type of treatment and low-key my roommate because she was one of the people she threw that in my face that like because when we first got there um I didn't have money like when I first got to college I had negative $60 in my bank account and I was using like all the school resources to try to like get by and to top that off I still owed extra money to the school like even after all my grants and everything and all my loans and stuff I still owed money to the school for first semester because I had to take a remedial math course and my my scholarship wouldn't pay for that so You know, I was struggling, and she brought, like, groceries for, um, like, our room and stuff for us to have something to eat. Mind you, at the time, like, I still had, like, wolf bucks and, like, that's, like, what we call, like, our campus dollars or whatever. And I, you know, had my, like, meal plan and stuff, but I didn't have, like, other stuff. And even when I went to college, like, I saw, like, all the other kids. They brought, like, all this other stuff, like, all these cleaning supplies and all this like other stuff like the little gadgets and whatnot and I just felt so underprepared because I had to pay for all of this stuff Mm -hmm. to go to college my mom couldn't help me and I didn't have the money to buy all that stuff right out the gate I feel yeah I had like came with like two
1: pillows and you know sheets set and my clothes and some soaps like
0: that was it yeah and it's like everybody else came with like all this brand new stuff like literally some so many people came with a bunch of gadgets for school that they never even used or didn't even really need and so like you know she you know did that for me and then when we had our falling out that was like one of the first things she threw in my face and i was just like so that just goes to show that you thought because you spent this money and you literally told me that you did not want me to pay you back because i literally told her like hey girl like i have a job now like i'm getting paid like let me pay you back. Let me pay you back. She would never let me buy things for her. She would never let me, like, spot her if I could. Anything like that. But right. then, as soon as she gets the chance, she wants to throw it in my face that she helped during that time. But it's like, just because you pay for something for me or because you help me out doesn't mean that you get to treat me any type of way. And I exactly, felt like exactly. a lot of the people early on in my college experience, like, that's how they felt. And even up until, I would probably say, like, six months ago, like and i felt like now i try to be conscientious of people like i have to have friends who are understanding of you know what it means to like budget like i can't be friends with people who spend money frivolously because then they expect you to do the same thing or you know a lot of i've had you know people who they literally stopped hitting me up to do stuff or stopped reaching out to me because they always wanted to go and spend a bunch of money and i just couldn't and it kind of goes back to that aesthetic thing like They didn't want to be friends with me because I couldn't fit into their aesthetic. Like, oh, you can't, you know, drop $100 to go on this boat in Tahoe. Like, oh, well, I guess I'm going to stop inviting you places. I'm going to go with other friends. And I feel like now I, I am friends with more people who are understanding of my financial situation and or have similar financial situations. Like, yes, they may have family who will help them out. Yes, they may have family who can do things for them that, you know, maybe I don't have, but they're respectful of my financial situation. Yes. And they don't try to encourage me to spend money that I don't have. Like, for instance, there's this one girl that I've hung out with twice off of Bumble, and she's really cool. So the first time we met up, we, like, got, like, a pedicure or whatever. And, you know, I was getting it done for, like, my photo shoot and stuff. And then the following weekend... She was like, oh, like, hey, like, let's go and, um, you know, get drinks at this dessert bar in town. And initially I was like, oh, yeah, that sounds so fun. But then a whole week passed since, like, my last paycheck. And, you know, I started having less and less money in the bank account. And I was like, I really, like, I have money to go, but then I'm not going to have any money, you know. And that's just not right. healthy to do. So I literally had to message her and I was like, well, I hope she don't feel some type of way about this. But I was just like, hey, girl, like. I was just wondering if we could do something that's, like, a little more affordable this weekend. Like, I don't really have the money to do that. Um, You know, I wouldn't mind doing it in the future. I just can't do it this weekend. She was like, oh, no, like, that's fine. I'm all for, like, affordable, like, hangouts and stuff. Like, we could do this or we could do that. And, like, she brought a bunch of stuff for it. I brought some snacks. And it was still a good time. Like, we talked. We, you know, hung out. But it's like, that is a type of, like, friend that I need to be around. I can't be around people who are like, "Oh, you don't have money for this. Well, see you next time." Like, "Oh, so you right. didn't want to hang out with me. You just wanted to see if I could fit into your plans." Like and that's not that's not a real friend. Yes. Yes, exactly. I agree. So, as someone who grew up with less, mo- no, you know, less money, like what's one thing that you feel like you kind of learned from growing up with less money that you probably wouldn't have if you had more money
1: um, hopefully that's not I confusing probably, you know, yeah no I would probably say gratefulness um appreciativeness um those are like my two top things and I guess like also to not be judgmental because like just going just knowing that I've seeing what I've seen and going through what I've gone through. It's like, I can never judge the next person. I can never, you know, get to a position where I have a lot of money in life and look down on the on the person that doesn't because I was in that position. There were times when I was basically trying to move, like, you know, being between family and friends, sleeping on couches and things like that. So um, I guess just like gratefulness because sometimes like we take advantage not take advantage, but um I guess like we forget how much of a blessing it is to even have the little things because there's somebody in a worse situation. Like I'm able to, even though I am struggling right now, currently, at least I have a bed and somewhere with, where I can take a clean shower and drink clean water and things like that. I'm sorry, my mic keeps spinning, but... Um, yeah, so it kind of just makes me like, especially too, appreciative of what my mom uh, did for me, and you know, she did what the best she could with what she had, you know. And I, I really love that saying because like, you know, you can't beat yourself up for something that you have no control over. Sometimes, you know, you get handed what you're dealt. That's it. And sometimes you just have to figure out how to how to handle. I mean, you know, like just how to handle your current situation and you're doing the best that you can and you know that's why I, I don't know I just grown to appreciate and be more grateful and just to know that I can withstand anything I feel like that's kind of like something that I've learned just growing up because it's like every time I wanted to give up every time I thought this was the worst this is this can never get better it always gets better so um yeah that's just yeah that's definitely something that i appreciate going through what i went through is just being appreciative of the the little things the small things um yeah
0: (laughs) okay yes i i love that honestly i i completely agree with like especially growing up with more gratitude about things because i don't think that i would value what i have as much if i always just had it on demand like off rip I don't think that I would appreciate it as much or value like experiences and stuff and things like that you know like I've never been to Disneyland or Disney World because my mother didn't have the money to take me there but when I finally get to go I'm gonna be a real happy camper I'm gonna be very appreciative I'm gonna be very (laughs) thankful that like I was able to take myself and I was able to go um and I feel like I don't like you said like I don't just take things for granted I'm not just like oh well yes. it doesn't matter if I break this or it doesn't matter if I rip this because I can just buy a new one like no you can't I, I couldn't do that as a child like yeah. I couldn't just buy a new one like if you broke it that's all you had yes that's how I felt <laughs> I broke my laptop last
1: what was it yeah last well was last year early this year for school and girls <laughs> just had to stay broken <laughs>
0: It'd be like that. And, like, for me personally, like, I'm also just, I feel like it helps me not judge other people because I've noticed that, not to say all, but a lot of people who have never struggled with money or who have a lot of money, whatever the case may be, they are, they consistently judge, like, other people who have less than them. Like, they're like, oh, they made this, they made this stupid decision or they're in this place because of like how they think or what they did or blah 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 like not taking into consideration that you know everything that they've endured that they've encountered isn't within their control so it's like how who are you to go and judge them you know yes and it's like I'm sure you've made some stupid decisions too but does that mean that you're undeserving of happiness does that mean that you're undeserving to be better I don't I don't right. think that's fair, and I feel like that's a, a lot of people who've never struggled with money do make those assumptions and do judge other people who have less than them very harshly. If, especially when those people don't make the decisions that they think that they should have made, and <clears throat> I'm really right, grateful exactly. that I don't think that way and I don't operate that way. You know, people do do some dumb things, you know, but at the end of the day, mm-hmm. it's not up to me to judge them for decisions that they've made because at the end of the day we all make bad decisions so I don't think it's justifiable to say that oh well they're undeserving of blah 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 because they made one dumb decision like that's not fair (laughs) last thing is what are some final words or um, advice that you would offer to other people who you know are in similar situations as us or like that we currently are in or that we were in previously in the past
1: yeah, so as a college student, um, I would definitely say to utilize the resources that are on campus. We know the, you pay a tuition, there are services in place and take advantage of that. That is why they're there. That is why, you know, you're paying for that. And um, the student resource center that I have, or like, I don't know, it's like Dean of Students or whatever it is, um, They were able to help me a few times, especially during the pandemic. I didn't have uh, groceries and stuff. So they were able to, um, you know, help me with that or utilize food stamps. I mean, not food stamps. uh, Go to like food banks and get like food from there. And yeah, like I would definitely say utilize resources firstly. Um, Secondly, don't be afraid to ask for help. That is definitely something that I'm trying to um learn I do like to be independent and I I, sometimes I feel scared for asking for help like oh I don't want somebody to know I'm broke or you know I don't want somebody to think oh I can't do this or or things like that so I would say definitely don't be scared to ask you know the answer I love the saying that the answer is no until you ask the answer will always be no if you don't ask so (laughs) yeah so it's like definitely take um you know just try to put your pride aside and you'd be surprised you know how many people will actually help you like for my um my tuition balance again this happens pretty much every semester i'm not able to pay and i i gave up i just i asked the financial um aid office i actually contacted like the director and i was like hi like i told him my situation and i'm like i can't there's no way i can afford Disbalance, and I need to get I need to come back and fall and that's how I was able to be in classes right now so that's why I say like I feel like if you really want something you just find any way to get it like find any way like the answer will always be no unless you ask so yeah definitely ask 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 that's my that's my uh, advice um, another thing would just be to you know try to keep your head afloat and that where you are right now it's not it's not permanent like it's as much as it feels permanent as much as it feels like it's never going to get better like it does surprisingly it does and sometimes things just happen for a reason and that reason you won't even realize until later sometimes you never know why and so you're in that position like wow like I'm glad that happened I'm glad because it just built me stronger so yeah I would just say stay resilient and um yeah No, just never give up. Keep going.
0: (laughs) We love that advice. I love that. I love what you said about the answer is always no until you ask. Because that is so true. Like, I literally, I I started saying this, and then my boyfriend started saying it too. Closed mouths don't get fed. So, if you need something and you don't ask for it, no one's going to know that you need it. Because you haven't expressed that. Mm
1: -hmm. So, I definitely
0: agree with that. You definitely need to ask for help because pride will pride will be your downfall like honestly yes. truly it will be your downfall if you don't you know you know um put aside your pride and ask for help and I definitely agree with also like as college students like there were different resources and stuff um you know just a little thing out here for people I don't know if a lot of people know this but as a college student you can um you can apply for food stamps a lot of college students don't know that but um Depending on your state and, like, different requirements for income and stuff, a lot of college students are eligible for food stamps, especially if, like, you're not financially well-off and you're struggling with buying groceries and stuff. You're probably living off campus. And meal plans are expensive, so honestly, you save way more money by not having a meal plan and by buying groceries yourself. Nine times out of ten, if you take off that meal plan, you'll probably get, like, some sort of um, refund. And for people who aren't in college and, like, People who are more so struggling with the side of, like, not having friends who are understanding. I would just say, like, my advice is to surround yourself with people who are respectful and considerate of your situation. Don't Surround yourself with people who have all these expectations of you to, like, spend money that you don't have. Um, or even encourage you to do bad things to try to get the money for stuff. Like, you don't need to go to jail. Like, we don't need that. <laughs> so... Surround so yourself with people who are understanding and respectful of your financial situation, and then, you know, you're golden. Like that should be it.
1: Yeah, thanks so much, Dahlia, for you know letting me come on here, and you know I would love to support you in any way that I can. And I am just so proud of you. you come so far. Um, so glad that you know we're best friends. But yes, yes, my name is Trinity. You can follow me on um, Instagram. Um, I kind of made my username pretty much shadow banned so nobody can find my Instagram. But it's five underscores, then a period, T R I N I T Y, then period, five underscores. So yeah, five underscores period, Trinity period, five underscores. <laughs> I made it like that so a lot of people can't, um, you know, high schoolers and coworkers and stuff can't find my my Instagram. But yeah, that's it and. You know, this was very helpful and I feel like in a way that like um we me and Dahlia and hopefully everybody else can listen to us and, you know, find some a lot of incentives and some healing too as well if you're you've gone through this and um you know. So yeah, I wish you all the best and thank you again, Dahlia, for you know, letting me be on here. Oh,
0: of course thank you thank you thank you thank you so much for you know setting aside the time I know we had technical difficulties um mm. so it took a lot longer than anticipated but i really appreciate you know your patience and being on my podcast because i know you're an avid yeah. listener um i will include trindy's social information in the description if that's okay with you yeah 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 that's okay <laughs> okay so i'll include trindy's username um in the description if you would like to follow her on social media um, and I just want to say to all the listeners, again, as I mentioned in previous episodes, um, you can always send in a voice message or leave a review or um, even email me. I have an email now for the podcast. It's blackandbloomingpod um, at gmail.com. So um, thank you for listening to the Black and Blooming Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, follow the show and leave a rating on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You can also leave reviews on certain podcast platforms. And be sure to follow Trinity on Instagram and check out... You know her page you can also keep up with the podcast by following me on instagram at black and blooming pod don't forget to share the podcast with friends and family and thank you for listening